0: This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Hey guys, welcome to Upbeat, and thank you very much for being here and for listening in today. If you would, please follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it right now. And if you like the show, leave an upbeat review that is always super appreciated, so thank you for that. Uh, Today's guest is someone who probably unknowingly inspired me to start my podcast and helped teach me how to do that because I would watch his YouTube channel where he would talk about tips, tricks, and advice on how to start a podcast. But not only that, everything in SEO, marketing, email marketing, business growth, social media growth, all of that. He's just an expert in business and in marketing. And so I'm happy to have him here on the show. His name is Eric Sue. He's an investor podcaster of a top five marketing podcast, business and marketing professional, and author of the new book, Leveling Up, How to Master the Game of Life. Eric is the CEO of content intelligence software ClickFlow, which helps you grow your traffic while looking like a genius. Uh, He also owns ad agency Single Grain and has worked with companies such as Amazon, Airbnb, Salesforce, and Uber to help them acquire more customers. He hosts two podcasts, marketing school with Neil Patel and leveling up, which combined have over 30 million downloads, which is just mind boggling. Uh, But in his youth, Eric was not academically or socially successful. However, he was a super serious high level esports player and poker player, uh, where he ultimately found out how to convert his focus and success in video games into a very successful career in marketing and is now helping others do the same. Uh, so his story is phenomenal. He's got a ton of value to share with us. In this episode, we talk about this new popular app, the next big thing, Clubhouse, uh, the best 2021 marketing strategies and what it means to level up in life and how exactly we can do that let's get into it. Eric, thank you very much for joining me on Upbeat. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, Parker.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well, and if you could, I, I love starting with stories. So if you could just share with the listeners, uh, who are you? Who's Eric? What were you like as a kid? And how did you end up where you are today?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot. I don't know how, how far you want me to go, but um, <laughs> the, the high level right now is... Um, so my name's Eric Sue. I have a it's basically a product studio or a portfolio of marketing businesses. So a software company, ad agency, um, we have a marketing events business, a lot of stuff that's tied to it. And that's all related to the audiences that I built around, you know, the podcast or SEO or, you know, email us and that type of stuff. So I have a podcast called marketing school, another one called leveling up. And then I actually have a book coming out called leveling up as well. Um, and you know, the whole thesis here is that, you know, we will buy or build, um, whatever businesses that we think we can blow up with our audiences while we continue to blow up um, our audiences. So that's what it is. But um, as, as, a, as, as a kid, I mean, you know, I spent most of my time playing games. It was the only thing I was good at. And, um, you know, I, I always wondered if I can translate those skills into real life. And thankfully, I, I found the, the great game of business.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So I guess, would you say video games maybe was like a first initial passion and then that passion isn't necessarily dead today?
1: Well, I would say, I mean, it's, you know, at age eight or nine, I i I'm, I had two directions to go in. I actually started an MP3 site when I was eight or nine years old. And um, you know, I started learning HTML, CSS. I could have gone deeper there, but uh gaming, you know, quote unquote sidetracked me. But I did learn a lot from gaming, so I I don't regret that. Um, but I, I do carry much of the same um feeling I have today when I'm doing business um that I had when I was playing games. So it's it's very much the same thing. I just feel like I'm playing a game because I can easily switch to you know, doing podcasts with people such as yourself, creating videos. I can talk to my team. I can switch over to recruiting. I can switch over to deal-making mode. Um, there's just a lot of creative things I can do in the world of business while while I make an impact on the world and while I, I also learn and, and level myself up. So
0: I love that. And that leads me to... I mean, that's a great segue to what I wanted to ask too about a, a certain phrase that you have there in your book, which is, Unlock your passion. Uh, how I guess how can people do that? How can people unlock their passions and level up in their lives?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's hard, right? I think initially, like in your when you graduate school, or let, let's say you uh, come out of high school or come out of college, whatever it is exactly, you don't really know what your passions are because I I remember uh, you know hanging out in some, uh, some of these clubhouse rooms in the last couple of days. There's often people that come through and say, "Hey, how do I find my passion?" and a typical response I would give is that you try a lot of things initially. You don't know what your passions are. You don't know what you kind of throw spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. Um, and so for me, I remember coming out of college, I had a dead end job doing data entry. Um, and, you know, I, I just knew that wasn't for me. And then my friend told me about this this uh, digital marketing thing. Um, I happen to really like the concept of SEO uh, and you know, little did I know, SEO has a very long-term, you know, it forces long-term thinking. Um, and so that's a good place for me to start. And SEO is very much like a game. Um, and then I started learning the other stuff, but I just learned that I love that the most. But I, I did branch out into the other areas. So I, I became a T-shaped marketer that was, um, you know, kind of focused on, on on SEO, right? So that's, I just knew digital marketing was fun. And um, that was kind of my, my core skill. And then, you know, as time grew, grew on or, or time went on, I eventually settled on business as, you know, um, kind of the, the canvas that I want to play in, right? So um, you just learn over time. I mean, it, it's, you know, I think it's it's very easy for people to compare their chapter one to someone else's chapter 25, and want to do everything in a year. And most things are done in decades. And I think just having that patience is really important. I, I think you'll, you know, as long as you're listening to people such as Parker, you're, you're trying to, you know, find out if information, you're, you're, you're learning as much as you can, you will find that passion. It's just, um, you know, the, the, the inflow of information that you're taking in, um, and then you deciding, you know, what you want to do.
0: Awesome. Thank you for that. And I, and I got to say this too, it's kind of off track a little bit, but, um, I wanted to say thank you for doing what you do and putting out the videos that you do, because you're someone that inspired me to start this podcast. Wanted you to know that. Um, and what you. you said about how it, takes time. It takes decades. Um, I learned from you on your YouTube channel that podcast is a slow climb. So you've got to be really serious about it. So thank you for that.
1: I <laughs> know yeah, you're welcome. Man. I mean, you're doing a great job. You're the one that, that took action, right? I think, by the way, this is a perfect example. You're you're looking around and then it's like, okay, I'm going to take some action. And then, you know, we're going to see what sticks. And it's, it's like, you know, you have the setup now you have a really good video setup as well, way better than mine. So it shows that you're taking it seriously. Right. So, you
0: know, that's what it's all about. Well, thank you for that. Uh, And I got to ask too, you mentioned your friend, was that friend Neil Patel or how did you get hooked up with Neil Patel and start your adventures together?
1: I don't have a traditional path when it comes to entrepreneurship. I took over my ad agency single grain when it was a failing company and Neil was actually a partner in that company. So the story is I basically, I bought the company for $2 out of pocket and I basically financed that, the rest of it through the the profits of the company. And I put in a contingency saying that if the company failed, I would own nothing. And, um, you know, the whole thing behind that. So, that's how everything got started. Um, I actually made the company worse my first year as the leader of the company. So, we dropped all the way down to one employee. Outside accounting firm called me, we almost had to shut it down. But I don't regret it at all because, you know, initially, obviously I don't regret it now. But in the very beginning, it was like, you know, Neil's like, dude, you should stop doing this. There's no brand equity. There is nothing you should get out while we're all getting out. And, um, you know, the way I looked at it was long-term, It was an asymmetric bet, meaning that I would have unlimited upside and my downside would be very limited. Um, And so that was kind of how things got started. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I was doing podcasts. I was just walking with Neil and um, we I was talking about how podcasts have been so beneficial to me. And, you know, he turns to me and says, let's do it as if I was suggesting we should start a podcast together. So that's actually how marketing school started. And then that was successful. Um, and then we started an events business tied to that. And then we have a um, an actual marketing school, uh, like a boot camp that we're building up as well. So,
0: Awesome. Well, and how has podcasting been beneficial for you now up to today? It's been huge. I mean, you guys have a hugely popular top five marketing podcast. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, so leveling up my first podcast, I was spending six hours a week on it. And you know the story already, six hours a week on it, doing the interviews, doing the show notes, uploading, doing all that while I was trying to save single brain. So probably not a good idea. And after the first year, I only had nine downloads a day to show for it. And I continued on second year, only 30 downloads a day to show for it. Now, most people would say it's it's pitiful and it is pitiful, but that wasn't what I was optimizing for. I was optimizing for the learning and the connections with people. Those were a lot more valuable than just the downloads. Um, so because I kept going now, you know, cumulatively we're at about 48 million downloads total. Um, and so I, I you know, the, the benefits are, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's so much, right? Like when I think about, um, in the time I spent on Clubhouse right now, that to me, that's networking at scale. And I'm happy to talk about that later. But I've built some of my closest friends have come from podcasting. I built relationships with amazing people that I never would have met before. Um, I've traveled to amazing, peop- uh, amazing places. Uh, we've gotten clients from it, obviously, but these clients all become friends. The sales cycle is a lot shorter. The, the clients stay a lot longer. There's just um, so many amazing things. It's all about touch points and it's all about relationships.
0: Absolutely love that. And I can attest... Uh, it's been that way with Upbeat and with this podcast as well. Uh, so definitely would encourage others to, I guess, maximize on that by having a podcast. Um, but yeah, transitioning a little bit here, really dialing into those who might be listening to this podcast. Um, we're in a new year, 2021, uh, 2020 was crazy. So I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people are really happy to be in this new year and kick off their new projects uh but in doing so what are some maybe initial marketing tips for those who have maybe never marketed themselves before
1: i mean perfect let's let's just go into clubhouse i mean you know go go, go log into clubhouse um you know it's the amount of relation i just keep looking outside cuz there's a bunch of cops but uh <laughs> <laughs> these um the amount of relationships I've been able to build at scale—these are a lot of people that um, that we we might have seen each other online, but we've never talked to each other. Um, you know, I'll be on a panel with like Grant Cardone and you know um, Damon John and these other people. Um, when and, I saw you, you
0: did, just did one with the owner of Activision, right? Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, That's so sweet. he, yeah, I mean, he invited me into a chat yesterday. and We just started talking a little bit. He was just asking me a lot of questions about Clubhouse. And so, you I know, mean, if you're starting from nothing to be able to build these, these relationships with other people. Like if I were a beginning marketer and maybe I wanted to start my own agency, I would just reach out to for free to a lot of these people say, Hey, I saw you in clubhouse, blah, blah, blah. Um, Hey, I can help you with this. I can help you with this, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'll do it for you for free. And then after 30 days, we'll we'll go ahead and reevaluate. Right. That's an easy way right now, because you know, me and you having this voice interaction right now, um, you know, it's all about again. It's all about the micro touch points, right? This touch point is obviously longer than that, but it is very much building a relationship. And you know, if your net worth is your network, then you know why would you not be doing something like Clubhouse, right? It makes all the sense in the world. And you see a lot of these people. I've invited some of these people to speak at our virtual event, probably our live event when things come back. Um, so it just—it's it's a land grab right now, and it's still in beta. So um, you know, go to Clubhouse.
0: <laughs> well, and on that note, um I have been wanting Clubhouse so bad and I have an Android, a Samsung phone and it's not there yet. And so I lit I mean I didn't just do this for Clubhouse, but it's a huge bonus. I just bought an iPad <laughs> and it's going to get here on Sunday and I'm stoked just to get into Clubhouse and uh and start start working at that and building relationships. So uh, maybe when that happens, you can send me a link and invite me to a room or yeah. however that works. <laughs> totally. Yeah.
1: I mean, you would, you would, you would, uh, apply for an invite and then, um, look, you can do that. I mean, Twitter spaces is coming out. They basically copied it already. Um, of course you, I mean, look, <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn organic and TikTok organic is still very strong. Um, YouTube, I mean, it's going to be a long game, but you can still, you know, if you write a good headline, you have a good thumbnail and you, you play the long game with it, you know, you should be fine too. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. I don't think there's any excuses for anyone to to not succeed, especially in today's day and age where um, you can't rely completely on, you know, whatever, you can't rely on the government, that's for sure. So, you know, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I wanted to talk too about gaming. I know it's kind of a, a weird shift to business, but at the same time, not so much because that's what you've written your book on is just the the comparison to business and games and how they're how they're similar. So, I'm wondering what, um, I guess, it inspired that and when you decided and why you decided to write a book and uh, maybe what your biggest level up was for you in your life.
1: Yeah. You know, I played a lot of games growing up. Um, So nine, 10 years old, 11 years old or so, I was playing this MMORPG, so massively online multiplayer game called EverQuest. And this was kind of the precursor to World of Warcraft. And so at 10 or 11 years old, I was playing with people on my team or my guild, whatever you want to call it. Um, And these were people that are very successful. Some people were super rich, had planes, there's lawyers, there were college students, and you had this 11 year old me. To be a part of an elite team, to be feel wanted, um, that was very much, um, there's a reason for me to escape to that, right? Because in the real world, I didn't want to deal with school. I didn't want to deal with my nagging parents. Um, So I excelled at games. And what I learned um, at that age, I didn't know at the time, I was learning teamwork. I was learning collaboration. um, I was learning resilience. I was learning a lot of the things needed for real life. And... um, had I known that at the time, um, you know, I probably would have continued down my path and tried to justify it more. Um, and so my, my thesis here is that gaming creates leaders and that there's levels for everything. There's levels for working out. There's levels for, you know, meditation. There's levels for, you know, where you want to take your business. And, and so to me, uh, when you reframe life into a game, it becomes a lot more fun, right? So, you know. I can go in here. I can tweak this around my podcast. I can go change, make this website. I can add this strategy over here. I can hire this person over here and then I can just flip all these things around. Right. It's, it's, it's it's like doing magic. Um, When I wake up in the morning, let's say I, you know, hop on my bike, I meditate in the morning, or let's say I do my morning journal. These are all power-ups I'm collecting to get stronger for the day. So I can power through the day. Right. And so when I think of it that way, it very much feels like I'm playing, playing a game. And um, you know, games are fun and never-ending games, long-term games are even more fun. And when you work with people that are fun, even better, right? Um, And so to answer your question around the book, why did I decide to do a book? Um, You have over 3 billion people in the world that have played games. Elon Musk has played games, Mark Zuckerberg. You have people that I've seen win championships growing up and, um, you know, they've won Ferraris and stuff. And you know what? Now, some of these people I've had on my podcast, they have founded great companies, sold them. And um, gaming teaches you to think in systems and it teaches you to think about things differently than other people. You react a lot faster. It's just, um, there's so many benefits. And so people might have a stigma towards it. And that's why the messaging needs to change. That's why I wrote the book. Because if this is the book that I read growing up, I would have had a lot more confidence. And if my parents read it, they would also understand where I was coming from because they never once bothered to ask me they never once were curious about what I was doing. So um, I think the message needs to go out. And if it can even affect one person, then great, right? I didn't write the book to try to make money. Um, I do think it's, you know, hopefully it does well, but, you know, then the money will follow. But the message has got to do well first.
0: Yeah, when I I think that also makes it, obviously there's a message there too, like with video games and understanding and and what you can achieve and all that. But one thing that I, that I personally love about this book is that, It helps you, it helps you focus on, on life and put it into, put it in a way that you can easily understand and not feel overwhelmed. Like there's so much to life that people feel overwhelmed. And when they look at it like a video game and like, Oh, I just got to do this next task. I got to just reach this next level. It seems much more attainable and realistic and easy to comprehend.
1: 100%. I mean, you know, I was in a clubhouse earlier today talking about that more. Um and you know, the people were talking about imposter syndrome, how do you get over it? And to me, that's just an obstacle that's necessary. Every single time I'm doing something new, there will be imposter syndrome. You don't feel like you're good enough. You just have to overcome it and start taking action. That's that's a prerequisite. And another power up would be when when people talk about, "Oh my god, what if people are judging you? What if people are saying negative things, whatever?" To me, I reframe it and I think about it as fuel, give me more, right? If you're talking crap about me, give me more, right? If you're going to say, if you're going to try to block me on something, whatever, give me more, because it's going to make me stronger, right? It's not killing me. It's not hurting me. So, you know, if you can reframe it that way, there's just a lot of mental models that you can play around with. These are power-ups. Habits, daily habits are also power-ups. And in life, all you have to do to play the game well is go around collecting power-ups. And then you're going to have to keep refreshing your power-ups as well. Because sometimes if you have a sword, you keep hitting things, there's going to be durability that you lose, right? So you're going to have to keep refreshing, keep sharpening the, sh- the sword, the axe. And um, that's what it's all about. You're just playing all these little things. So,
0: Yeah. And I wanted to, I don't know if we covered it. If we did, I missed it. And I'm sorry. But what, is, what has been like your personal biggest level up?
1: There are a lot of moments of big level level ups, right? And one would be obviously taking over taking over single grain. That would be one. Uh, because I, I the the bet was to see if I can, you know, um turn that company around and you know use the cash flows to go reinvest it in other more durable sources of revenue. And that's largely happened. Um that's one piece of it. And um the other piece would be learning how to connect people. And I would say this, right? Probably the one thing that I actually remember answering this today earlier. Learning in public. So I love learning, but when you're learning in public, other people will, will, you'll start to build an audience around you, right? It's people that actually resonate with what you're saying. So when you're building in public, whether you're teaching things that you just learned, whether it's on marketing school, leveling up or on my YouTube channel or on our blog or whatever, um, I just love doing that. And that, that's how we built an audience over the years. Without doing that, there would be no audience. We would not have all the inbound traffic that we're getting. We wouldn't have the inbound clients that we're getting. Um, we wouldn't have the leverage that we have right now. And so that is probably the most impactful thing that I've done.
0: Awesome. I love that. And this just popped into my head too. another cool thing about your concept with this book is just it helps, I guess, encourage building your own path, too. I think that's really important. Um, I mean, obviously, we can look at other people and take inspiration from them, right? Uh, But it encourages less copying and more of just like play your own game and do things your own way and level up in your own unique way.
1: Yep. Totally. A hundred percent. I mean, it's, um, you know, you can choose to play the game on your own terms or, you know, you can play with other people and have, you know, the, the, the group leader or the guild leader dictate it. But if you don't want to do it, go start your own thing. So, you know, you have a lot of different options.
0: Awesome. Well, and I, I hate to, uh, beat a dead horse here, but I clubhouse has just been on my mind. So, um, how big, how big of an impact do you think Clubhouse will be this year just in, in general?
1: I, I think it's huge. You, you see a lot of these, um, other entrepreneurs hanging out there. Like I was speaking with, um, you know, the, the CEO of, of former CEO of Focus Brands, which is like Jamba Juice, um, you know, Cinnabon and, and all those companies. And she's spending a lot of time there. Um, I, I think it's here to stay. Um, I think that the format is here to stay. Who knows? Clubhouse has to grow very quickly to be able to hold their own. Um, but we'll see what happens.
0: Awesome. And just some other marketing questions for those listening in. But how important in 2021 is having like your own personal website, your email lists, some good SEO and trying to do things kind of just on the Internet aside from social media? One thing you can do, this
1: is a little more advanced is, you know, if you want to advance in terms of SEO, um, it takes a long time, but there's a lot of websites you can go out there and buy. So can you go to ubersuggest.com or to to go find websites that, you know, that are similar to your your niche, uh, your niche, or um, you can go to a site like Flippa or you can go to FE International, go buy a website and then take that domain authority, start publishing content and it'll start ranking well. And you know, that you can fast forward SEO that way. Um, Earlier, we talked about LinkedIn organic reach and TikTok. That's still very relevant. Um, Starting an email list is important. People still in 2021 don't think too much about an email list. So can you drive people from a podcast or a YouTube or your social or whatever to an email list? A lot of people are starting Substacks, stacks. Um, and I think that's great. I think the subs- subscription economy is going to continue to grow. You're going to see a lot of people, you know, creating side gig income from their subscription podcast, their email list, or even like a, you know, a Patreon or, or, or an OnlyFans. And I know OnlyFans is, you know, mostly adult, but you actually have comedians and stuff hanging out there too.
0: Awesome. Really great advice. Uh, I want to move into our kind of ending segment here. But before we do, is there anything, uh, any last advice, anything maybe I didn't touch on that you'd want to share um, before we go into this next segment?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, a broader thing. I mean, my, my coach and I have been working on this, um, you know, the last couple months. But, you know, the whole idea with this turtle is, you know, telling me to slow down. And um, again, I I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but thinking in decades instead of years. So I think those of you that are maybe a little younger listening to this, um, it's it's, again, it's very easy to try to do, to think that you can do a lot of things in one year, but think in decades, you know, you can, we we often overestimate what we can do in a year, right? We underestimate what we can do in a decade. Um, Bill Gates said that, but I think he paraphrased someone else. Um, So that would be it, you know, slow down, enjoy the journey. And um, just make sure you're taking in the right information, you're taking the right actions every single day, and you'll see things slowly compound.
0: Absolutely love that message. Thank you, Eric. Uh, this next little segment that I like to close with, I call it the upbeat seats, And uh, I clip it and I put it on Instagram and all that good stuff. Uh, it's just a few fun questions for you. But Eric, what makes you upbeat?
1: I'm upbeat every day because I get to do what I want. I think the most important thing is to me is, is, is freedom. And so, you know, part of being successful is waking up every single day to be able to do what you want. Um, And if I don't have that, then, you know, I, I won't be happy. It's just, it's how I'm wired. It's not necessarily how
0: everyone else is wired. Who is your number one influence or inspiration?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think most people would probably say like Elon Musk or something. Um, You know, I, I think for me, it, Probably would be, I mean, there's a lot of names up there. Bill Gates would be one, just because you know was super successful, and now he's got the you know his philanthropic at, uh, efforts. But the ultimate one would probably be um, Chuck Feeney, and I actually read that book when I was 25 years old. The 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 billionaire who wasn't, and to give away you know eight billion dollars to be basically, he's he's basically broke now. Um, I mean, he has enough to survive, but. Uh, to give that money all away anonymously uh, until he was found out at the end, uh, I think that's very honorable.
0: Awesome! Yeah, I haven't heard of that. I'm going to need to look that look into that and read more on it. <laughs> um, what's your favorite music to listen to to stay upbeat, uh, motivated?
1: I'm an EDM guy.
0: Nice. Hopefully, you'll like the the beatboxing that's coming up here in a sec. <laughs> um, okay. Any favorite TV shows or anything right now?
1: Ah, uh, I mean. You know, I, I do watch, I do watch shark tank. Uh, I, I am probably going to start watching um, what's that. Sh- I do enjoy undercover billionaire. And then there's also the, um, God, I, there, there's a, there's a new one with Grant Cardone. Um, I forgot. It, it's um, how he has to basically, you know, make a million dollars in, in uh, I think 90 days or something from scratch. He only gets like a hundred dollars. So um uh, forgot Dang. what that one's
0: called. Awesome. Yeah. going to look into those two. Obviously I know shark tank. I love that show. Uh, Okay, last one here, but favorite social media platform and uh, where people can go to order your book and find out more about you.
1: Yeah, they appreciate that. So they can go to levelingup.com to learn more about the book, or you can go to your favorite online retailer. And you can follow me on Instagram, Clubhouse, or Twitter at Eric OSIU.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again, Eric, for being on Upbeat. I'm going to close this out with uh, beatboxing your name real quick.
1: i love that that's (laughs) awesome it was kind of it was a little choppy in the beginning because i couldn't really hear it from my audio but it's it's i heard the i heard it towards the end so it was really good
0: Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I've noticed that zoom cuts out, especially on the dubstep sounds that I make. So, uh, I've got it recorded here too, and I'll send you a clip of that.
1: Cool. That was awesome.
0: Awesome. Thanks Eric for being on Upbeat. Have a good one. So there you have it, my interview with Eric Sue. Uh, we'd love to connect with you guys. You can find me on my website, parkercane.co, parkercane.co, and Eric on his website, www.levelingup.com. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode or got value from it, guys, please share it with a friend and leave an upbeat review. That is always much appreciated. You guys are the best. I'll see you next week. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Subscribe at parkerk.co.